Do you ever seriously think about how there are really, truly, no baby pigeons out in the open? Like, you've never seen one. Like, I know it's a meme. But, like, have you seen one? No. No. Have you ever have you ever seen a baby bird at all? Except on a nature documentary. Have I seen a baby bird? I've seen yeah. eggs. That doesn't count. Like a real bird. I've, I can't say that I have. You see, maybe... Maybe the conspiracy Don't. theorists are onto something. <laughs> Get out. Listeners, buongiorno. <laughs> yes, hello, yeah. welcome to Rhapsody and Reverie, uh, season five, episode eight. What was that little vibrato you had going on there for a little bit? Oh no, <laughs> that was cool. I don't know where that, that was. Came from. That was neat. That was- you're like, hey, it's season seven, or season five. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you were like, no, but you were like, ah. Yeah, I'm training cool. for something. Oh. <laughs> I'm not training for something. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, No, I, hi, it's... <laughs> Guys, this is a this is a podcast episode. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? Um, oh. Let's get into this episode, which is a great one. Um, yes. You. Uh. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, we know we goofed a little bit. We dropped the ball, <laughs> as the kids Help say. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> We uh we we messed up a little bit because when we planned the season uh, all of those many months ago, we forgot when Mother's Day was. In fact, we made a serious error in judgment, uh, and we thought Mother's Day was this coming weekend. And for those of you listening on the day of release, we gotta air out our dirty laundry and because because they're gonna ask, and I'd yeah, fine. We <laughs> fucked up. Yes, we but did that. We're doing we're doing we, a Mother's Day episode today. Yeah, we done goofed as as uh as they say, um, but yeah. So today we're doing songs about mom. Oh, well, not about moms. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, we don't know your moms. Yeah, we don't know your moms. We don't even know the moms of the people who sing about their moms. Uh, yeah. I just realized I have missed yet another opportunity to put country roads. <laughs> On this playlist. Oh my 
God. And I screwed that up. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. This is not about John Denver's mom. This is about our moms. <laughs> yeah. So, mom, if you're listening, hi. And mom. Well, <laughs> you're not listening. <laughs> I was going to say something. I was like, that's so she, sad. She doesn't care. That's so sad. <laughs> My mom's like, okay, sweetie, have fun. Mommy I, mommy, I made this podcast episode for you. Okay, hon. I don't know what that is. Maybe she'll put it on the fridge. Oh, wow. It was so good. You really liked it, Mommy? Yeah, I really did. I really did. I hung it on the fridge and everything. She, Mommy. She prints, she prints out a copy of the show notes. <laughs> the show notes. Hmm, I have no idea what this table... What, what is What is this? That's just... What, it's just a change of topics, Mom. Oh, what what is... Right. I'm really being mean to my mom. I love my mom. Also, I have no idea what these voices are. But... It's my, it's my mom, and then it's little little me. All right. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, no, I'm being mean. Um, this... I love my mom. Uh, we both love our moms very much, or we wouldn't mm. have done an episode for Mother's Day. Um. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, uh, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna be a mess. <laughs> so, I didn't want to be. All right, this is gonna strap in, guys. This is gonna be an interesting one. No, um, okay, I gotta stop laughing. I don't know, that's not that funny. Okay, um, let's talk about our moms and songs. <laughs> All right, let's just yes. take a deep breath and talk about our moms and songs. <laughs> what is happening? Anyway, um, so let I I think we should start by just. How I did don't. you? What was your, um, <laughs> trying to come back down to earth now? Uh, what was your method for choosing songs here? Okay, good. I'm fine. All right. All right. I'm glad you're fine. You're good. Do I need to call somebody? I'm not helping. <laughs> I think it's just the prolonged isolation. <laughs> setting in uh okay okay but first you get that... the giggles and then your eyes start bleeding and then you die no i'm kidding okay um so... no for real what was uh what was the um the rationale behind what i put on the playlist thank you Gatorina, for asking me that question um oh my God. i have to say i have to calm down that um, <laughs> this episode, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I, 
Okay, so in all seriousness, this episode is... Uh, I think we went into it with the idea of picking songs that are... Uh, I guess... I guess maybe remind us of our moms. At least that's kind of like what I think my rationale going into it was just songs that uh, I have good memories of in relationship to my mother. Uh Um, So that's kind of the main rationale behind it. It's a lot of songs that, um, you know, I, I guess it's a mix. It's some songs that like are just, these are my mom's favorite songs and I know how much she loves them. And every time I hear them, I think of her, but then there's also songs that like, Oh, there's a very specific memory attached to this song that fills me with joy and makes me think about my mom. And that is why I put it on here. Um, so it's kind of a mix of those two things, I think. Um, nice. So. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Um, I did the same. I think there are there are some songs where it's like there there's either a specific memory or there's like a um a a, a string of memories attached to mm-hmm. certain songs, or it's me drawing on like when I was little. Um, my mother used to uh like. She was very, uh, she was, she was always a really good storyteller and she used to tell stories about like her childhood and stuff like that to me all the time. So like if she mentioned a memory involving a specific song, Mm -hmm. I would then internalize that song Mm -hmm. and I would then associate that song, uh, with my mother. So that was part of how I went around it. Um, I, I had to, this was a a challenge for me Mm -hmm. in a way. Yes. Um, I grew up in a very uh, media centric, like a lot of uh, a lot of music was consumed in my house, a lot of TV, a lot of movies, whatever. Uh, But music was always like a really big deal. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought (laughs) that things that like my mom introduced me to or even by an extent, like even my dad, because they both equally introduced it. But it's the mom episode. Mm -hmm. So I'm not talking about that. Um, but I, I always thought that like, if they introduced it to me, then it meant that it was important to them. And sometimes I was right, but sometimes I was wrong. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like I went through, uh, like, it's funny that it's like, you know, we, part of the music is like, oh, I associate this with my mom. Right. Mm-hmm. I used to like, none of, none of his music's on here, but I used to associate sting with my mom. Hmm. Because she introduced me to Sting. And then she I told her this and she just went, why? (laughs) 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 Admittedly, I I was a little hurt. I was like, damn, uh, well, well, mother, um, It's it's because you introduced it to me, and she she was like, yeah, but that's just because I thought you would like it. I don't have a special attachment. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's God. great. That's amazing. yeah, yeah. So in a way, <clears throat> I hadn't thought about stuff like that in a bit. So so doing this playlist, I suddenly found myself struggling. Whereas like a month or so ago, even 
I would have like been able to pick songs like ba ba ba. Like I actually had to like really sit and think about it because I was like, huh. I have to like chip away at the misconceptions I have of my mother. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just picturing your mom just staring at you, going like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful. Thing. It really you is actually dead in the face. Of like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Why? <laughs> I was like, wait, no, like. <laughs> it's funny because my brother my my brother got really upset because like they bonded over horror movies Mm -hmm. and then later on she told him like yeah i don't really care and he was like what (laughs) this is a cornerstone of my identity (laughs) i thought i shared this love with you i mean you she does you do (laughs) she's like i mean i enjoy them I mean, that does kind of raise an interesting point of, like, just remembering that your parents have lived full-ass lives before Mm -hmm. you ever even existed. Yeah, and, like, Uh, my ego is so massive that I cannot picture that. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, you think you lived a full and enriching life before me. You think. (laughs) But the truth is that I am the morning and the evening star. All right. I'm not even your mom. And I'm like, sit down. My sister's going to listen to this and she's going to tell my mom everything. She's like, oh, girl. So you know what she said. Anyway, uh, we have been. We've been rambling for 14 minutes. We haven't talked about music one time. Anyway, uh, you start. I don't know. Give, give me a song. Give me a song that like, because uh, I know you broke it down into like general like associations of your mom and like specific memories. Give me like a memory one. Okay. Um. There, I mean, there are quite a few memories. Um. The one that always stands out to me is Double Dutch Bus. I have questions about that. (laughs) By Frankie Smith. Uh, (laughs) This is going to be good. Do you you have a question? Wait, what's your question? What possible memory? (laughs) I need to know. (laughs) Okay. You... are you familiar with the song? Uh, today, listening to this playlist was the first time I heard that song, actually. How was that experience for you? It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much. It was good. I was just... So, I was just... <laughs> so if, okay, if you haven't heard that song, by the way, it's like an old school, like, funk, mm-hmm. like, disco jam. And the, the guy that sings it has this really interesting sketchy voice yes (laughs) yes it's just like yeah he sounds like he sounds like a pimp admittedly sounds i think he says the word pimp 
In the yeah. song. I think he calls himself a pimp. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, so he has this like it's like peach seventies sounding <laughs> like sleaze kind of voice. And you it's a good song. And you associate this with your mother. There's a reason Shame for it. On there you. there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. Okay. So the the memory uh like first of all, this memory um came, comes from my childhood. Um I was probably god maybe in the like second grade or something. Nice. nice. Um so keep that in mind that this was the that I was that young when I heard this song for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um and it my my brother had this like field trip to uh, this uh Egyptian museum oh. my like around where I grew up. Um it's a really cool museum. I haven't been there in a very long time, but it's a cool museum. And I um remember that I was there. I was in the car with my mom because we were picking him up from this museum. Um and it was a little ways away from our house. Um and it was kinda it had kinda started to rain because I think it was like in the fall time or whatever. But um we picked my brother up and we're in the car and my mom got lost. Oh <laughs> on the way back. Oh god. Because this is back in, like, I, I was very young. Yeah. This was, like, MapQuest era. Yeah. Where yep. you had to print out the directions <laughs> to uh, places. And your mom would get mad at you because you didn't know what to look for on the directions. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, that's, that's, like, that's the era we're dealing with. So, okay. my mom got a little turned around as we Ooh. were driving um, back home. And I remember... Um, being a little nervous, okay, because she was like, she we were lost. She didn't. She was trying to get her bearings again, and the radio was on, and it was kind of raining. Mm-hmm. And then double Dutch bus comes on. Oh my god! And oh my, my god. mom just starts singing. <laughs> and she's just singing along, having a grand old time. And I'm in the back seat, like, freaking out. Oh, oh like, no! What, what is happening? Oh, God. The song scared the crap out of me. Oh, like, God. I need you to know that when I heard it for the first time, the song scared the absolute crap out of me. I was a, I, I was a very sensitive child. Oh no! Like I. <laughs> Like I was, I was a scaredy cat. I was the kind of kid that, like, I went through a haunted house once and started crying and screaming within like five minutes. Like, I, I, I was scared of people in costumes. Like, mm. all I was a scaredy cat as a kid. Like, was? Yeah. All right. Shut up. But yeah. <laughs> uh, like, the go po- on. Yeah. So, like, so this song scared me, Dad. Completely. And mm-hmm. like my mom's just in the seat having a grand old time just trying to get and like we're also all a little hungry because it was yeah. in a, a weird time in the afternoon. So I'm like freaking out. Oh, we no. did eventually make it back home and it was fine. But that memory 
is just so visceral in my brain to this <laughs> day. Oh my god! So and now you- I, now I listen to that song and it's hilarious to me, and I love that song. Where? So your first song yes. on the "Let's Cherish Our Mother's Day" playlist episode uh, is a song I- that came from a traumatic <laughs> memory. Well, just here's the thing: the memory is no longer traumatic to me. <laughs> We're it starting was tra- to kicking it off strong. It was traumatic in the moment, but I look back on it now and it's hilarious. My mom's just like having a good old time in the front seat, just making her way back. And I'm just like, dear God, I don't know what's going on. And this man is singing about double dutch buses and I don't understand. (laughs) I love it. It, yeah, it's a great memory. I appreciate that memory a lot because it makes me laugh, and it also like, it also like, it. Another thing about that memory is that it kind of kicks off a lot of, a lot of memories, fond memories that I have with my mother, um, because a lot of the music listening that I like really treasure and cherish with my mom happened in the car. You know, like, my mom was the one that took me to, like, everything, like, school, doctor's appointments, all that stuff. Like, so I spent a lot of time in the car with my mom listening to music. So, like, that's kind of one of the first memories I have of listening to songs in the car with my mom. And so it's a weird one. Yes. Yes, it it is. But it, like it's the prelude to so many other like really positive memories that I've had with my mom Mm -hmm. in the car listening to music. So I treasure it for that reason. Are any of the other ones on this list songs like that? Yeah, there are actually like quite a few of them. Um, You know, I, um, there's a song, actually, I don't know if I put this song on here. It's okay. Um, you can just add it after. They won't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like uh Hey Soul Sister by oh, Train. And oh. the reason the reason behind that one, like the memory behind that one is actually um I like one of the things my mom and I would do sometimes is like as when I was in like high school, um there'd be times when, you know, she'd come pick me up and um, we'd be on, we'd be on our way back home from school or whatever after like I was at like some rehearsal or something. Um, And sometimes, you know, we'd be listening to the radio and you know, when you listen to the radio and you're about to pull in, but then like your song comes on yeah, and you're just like, ah, let me just go around the block. So like, my mom and I would do that quite a lot. And sometimes we'd end up just like driving for like hours. <laughs> like, nice. Um, like if we didn't have anything else to do, like, and we were just enjoying the music, we'd just drive for hours in the car together. Um, and there was one night in particular where we were just having, we, we just kept driving. My mom just kept driving. We just kept listening to music and changing the radio stations to find a good song to sing along to. And we ended up driving like 
an hour out like we we drove we drove to San Francisco, which is like a decent amount of like it's like an hour away from where I actually live. So like we drove far away. <laughs> and I remember we finally ended up stopping and she pulled off on the side of the road and we were near um the stadium, uh ATT Park, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and she just pulled off to kind of just like stop because she had been driving for a long time. And um, it was like it was like eight o'clock at night. Like we had been driving for hours. Um, oh my god! <laughs> just around. Um, and I remember we were sitting and we were talking about just kind of random stuff. And then all of a sudden, like I I got quiet and I heard something, and I was like, "Is that train?" And then we looked <laughs> over. And- and there was a train concert or something going oh. on in the stadium oh and we could God. see we could see the big like jumbo like screen mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just looked over and we just start watching this train perform <laughs> from, from across the way that's incredible and then like it uh, it 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 had to be i don't know what it was for but like there there was a firework show that ended up going off too. Oh my god! And, and oh. so we're just sitting there, like watching all of this happen <laughs> together. And it's just—it's one of my favorite memories because it was just so random. Like you could not have planned anything like that. I—I like, I didn't realize you grew up in a John Green novel. It, <laughs> It did weirdly feel like some, <laughs> something out of some like yeah, like young YA novel or something yeah. or like some yeah it 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 really like it it's like I I genuinely like I'm not making this up. No, I I I, I know you're not. Um, I like, trust this you. This actually happened, <laughs> and sometimes I sit there and I'm just like, I can't believe that actually happened. But yeah, like it was really random. Um, so yeah, whenever I think about train now, I think about that. Nice. Like, okay. That's cute. Yeah. Like it's a that's an incredible memory. Honestly, like that's really cool. Yeah, it's definitely one of the like highlights of the childhood and when i inevitably write some sort of book or novel i'm probably going to put that in there yes do it so nobody steal it (laughs) john green's taking notes probably (laughs) next novel's gonna feature like a a 12 year old protagonist who like that's like the third to last scene where she like finally bonds with her mom. <laughs> okay, I was 16, thank you very oh, much. Okay, okay, okay. That's worse. Now he's definitely going to steal it. <laughs> I think I was 16. I was okay. I was in high school. Yeah, I had to be like 16 or something. Okay. But yeah. You can kiss um, the rights to that memory. Goodbye. I'm kidding. <laughs> Hey, look, if it's somebody actually- wants to use it, it's a great memory, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to use it, even if yes. someone does use it. But like, Yes, agreed. <laughs> um, yeah. 
so yeah, those are just a couple of the like memory songs that I got. Um, what about how about you? Like, um, are there any songs on here that sort of spark a memory for you? Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um the okay, so there's this uh when I was growing up, there was this little VHS uh that we had um that that me and my sister and my brother denies ever watching it, but I know he was there when he was still a little potato baby. Um and and my mom and we'd all watch this like video like you know like kids have like their favorite videos and like they they wear them out and like their parents like really start to hate them <laughs> yes yes um so there was this one cartoon that was taken from uh, a bunch of Maurice Sendak uh poems and short stories uh Maurice Sendak was the guy who wrote where the wild things are mm-hmm. so so like he wrote and illustrated it. So like you you have a feel for like the style of the animation. Uh, I'm sure that there are plenty of people out there who are familiar with what it looks like, what it sounds like. Um, mm-hmm. The movie was soundtracked by Carol King, mm. and all of his poems uh, were put to music by her. And one of the one of the first songs, at least in my copy, which I found out later, was like a kind of bootleg copy. <laughs> Because, like, my parents never, like, for a really long time, they didn't buy movies. <laughs> they would, like, record things that were on TV, really, like, like, like with the VHS player. Why are you calling them out right now? <laughs> I liked that. I liked that about them. It was great. We saved so much money. <laughs> and, um, because, like, later when I, when I went. the government is listening. What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Hunt me down for my recorded 1985 special of A Christmas Carol. Die. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, the point is, is that um, we 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 wore this VHS t- tape out, and it was um, it it was it was so great. The song I'm uh, in question is Chicken Soup with Rice, and it's it's just um, what it actually is is like a song about like the seasons like it teaches kids about the seasons but it doesn't feel like that it feels like a fun um kind of jazzy number um very heavy on the piano which is great and Mm -hmm. yes it's singing about the glories of eating chicken soup with rice and i mean carol king's voice is just magical i love carol king i associate her very much with my mother probably because i have all those memories of like sitting and watching um this cartoon with her uh, mm-hmm. When I when I went to track it down later to give her as um, either a birthday present or a Mother's Day present, it was uh, it was very hard to find and also not what I thought it was called. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, there's like whole chunks of this cartoon I've never seen because I have a bootleg copy. <laughs> <laughs> but um. No, it was, uh, that's, I think that's a really sweet memory. Cause like, it's, it's very much like, oh, we're all enjoying this. Like we're all having a really good time. And, uh, yeah. So like when I, when I listen to this song and I still know all the words to this song, um, I'm, I am sitting on my mother's bed watching her TV. Um, and we're all just, uh, singing along. I didn't include, uh, one about teaching kids, uh, manners and learning how to care about things. <laughs> 
I should have. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just I'll like after the episode's over, I'll just quietly add it on. It's called Pierre, and it's about <laughs> it's about this kid who's like his only response to everything in life is just like I don't care. <laughs> like his his parents are like, could you please stop doing handstands? All the blood's gonna rush to your head, and you are going to hurt yourself. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> and like they just get fed up, so they leave him at home, and then a lion invades their home. <laughs> Oh my god. And the lion is like, hey, can I eat you? And oh. the kids the kids like, I don't care. <laughs> so he does. He does eat the kid. Except when the parents lesson, No, no. The parents come home and they find the lion who's now ill. Like he's eaten this naughty child, and the naughty child has made him ill. <laughs> so and they're like, what happened? And the lion says, I don't care. <laughs> so they take the lion to the hospital where they like make him throw up Pierre. And then Pierre uh, does a happy dance. And the moral of Pierre is care. <laughs> My mom really likes that one. <laughs> she... <laughs> Sometimes she'll like do it, do the little voice. I'll just hear her. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> Carol King really came in clutch. <laughs> Shout out to Carol King. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate that you put... There's a song on here that you put on that I appreciate, um, which is Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Yes! Because um, yeah. that... I mean, that song doesn't technically really remind me of my mom, but it that actually was one of my favorite songs growing up as a kid. So, like, mm -hmm. um, it's very childhood centric to me which feels kind of on brand for this episode i love uh, it but yeah i was really happy to see that song on here because i was like oh yeah yeah that's such um, a good song it is my mom is uh my mom's a huge annie lennox fan she mm -hmm. loves annie lennox um so that was like one of the few times i got it right <laughs> when i when i was like oh i associate you with annie lennox and she's like Correct. <laughs> Good. Accurate. Good. <laughs> like, I think she's always admired her. Um, I think she's very much been drawn to how she sounds as a as a vocalist. And mm -hmm. I mean, everything that she puts out is just incredible, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, so I think I think this was like the obvious like choice. If I was gonna include a Eurythmic song, it was yeah. I love this song. Yeah. I mean, it is just a great song. Yes. It really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also appreciate the fact that In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins is on here. Yeah. Um, again. She, she loves that song. I don't know if she loves Phil Collins, but I know she loves that song. And I know that because she told me when she introduced it to me. <laughs> I, I remember very vividly. We were in the car 
I forgot where we, I think we were coming home from school or something like that. It was, it was like, it was like the end of a day and I had never heard the song before. I don't remember how old I was. I was probably in elementary school and, mm. and the song comes on and she's just like, shh, 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 <laughs> And I'm like, what? That's so rude. <laughs> and she, as you know, I'm a very talkative person. I can't shut up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, shut up, shut up. And she turns it, she turns the volume up really high, which is not something she does a lot. So I was like, okay, I, I'm, I am paying attention. I am storing this away for future reference in my memory bank when I know I will need this later. <laughs> and I'm just watching her and she's like getting really into it. And then, and then like the parts coming up, the, the you know, the big part with the mm-hmm. big drum solo. And as soon as it drops, she does the thing with her hands on her steering wheel. It's like, bum, 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 bum. I can't, you know what it, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and and she goes so hard and i was so happy because like my mom does not like she's a very fun person she's a very lively person but sometimes she she tempers it down and and in moments where like it really really comes out it's like oh this is a joy for me because i get to like really see how how fun loving she really really like really is like you know she really enjoys um like when she loves something, she loves something. And it was it was really nice to see. So I have that Aww. treasured memory now. That's so cute. Yeah. Also, your mom has the entirely 100% correct reaction to hearing in the air tonight. Exactly. If, if you do not almost crash your car <laughs> <laughs> because it came on and you don't like hit every hard surface inside. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? You have to. Phil Collins demands it. Mm-hmm. I love Phil Collins. Yeah. I love one. Phil Collins. You know, sometimes I don't give him enough credit for, like, Tarzan. Okay, the Tarzan <laughs> soundtrack slaps. It slaps. It's really good. <laughs> There's not a bad song on the Tarzan soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I know that like it's kind of lame to be like, when did you first hear Phil Collins? Oh, Tarzan. <laughs> but like, he really did that. You'll be in my heart. Oh, I used to <laughs> associate that song with my mom too. Oh no. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh. But you know, you know what I love that you put on here? Mm-hmm. I hope you dance. Yeah, I had to put that on here. That is so, so, so my mom. Uh, mm. My mom, you know, you know, like you were saying, your mom's like a fun-loving person. My mom's also a very like sociable and lively person. Um, she certainly like throughout my life, she's kind of always been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and she loves to dance, like loves loves dancing um and so i hope you dance has always been a song that she's like sang to me and like just just in general like she loves that song just uh i think she just really relates to the message of that song like i think it really touches her and speaks to her and so uh, now whenever I hear it, like it's the first place my mind goes is to her. So yeah. 
my my mom my mom once turned to me on the way to like Publix or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, which for those of you who don't live in the south is a, it's just a supermarket. And um she this song comes on the radio. I mean, this song has come on the radio you know, since it first came out. Like it's a, it's very much like a staple. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden she just turns to me out of nowhere and she's crying. And yeah. she's like she's like I really want this for you. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do but like every time i think of that song now i kind of get a little teary and i'm like oh oh my mom loves me yeah no because that's really what it is it's like i i i had a similar kind of reaction to it and in the beginnings of hearing it it's like my mom was you know she's just she loves it so much and is so into it and so emotional Mm -hmm. over it and i'm just sitting there like okay Mm-hmm. And then it's not until you get older and you actually like understand it, and you're like, "Oh, oh, damn! Hmm. I gotta chop my mom." Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's that really is, how it be. That's how it be. That is how it be. Um, yeah, it was just yeah. weird. I don't know where it came from, but it was. It was just this very like sweet moment where I was like, "Oh, she's she's crying." Yeah. Oh no. I mean that that song is like peak like to your waterworks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I had to put that one on there. That Hell and yeah. uh, Dancing Queen. By yes. <laughs> There's a dent. <laughs> it's another one of those songs that my mom would just like be like, "I'm the Dancing Queen." Um. Uh, also, I mean, I feel like after watching Mamma Mia, maybe everybody <laughs> relates that song to their mom a little bit. Stop! No! <laughs> no! You know why? Because my mom is not, like, an aging horn dog. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no. Um, also, how weird was it that in Mamma Mia 2, they killed off Meryl Streep? That was weird. That was a weird choice. I didn't see it, but I heard oh, that that happened. No, I I knew I already knew that that was a thing. Yeah, um, she she which like is part of cancer. why I didn't want to see it. Yeah, she's like barely she's she's in the movie, but barely like she's not in the beginning. Like it's it's like that's uh, weird to me. No, it's actually okay. And I was like, hmm, nobody needed Mamma Mia two. There is no Broadway version of Mamma Mia two. This is bullshit. But you know what? I saw Mamma Mia two because my dad wouldn't change the channel. And at the end, where they're uh, when she's had her baby and she's in the church getting her baby baptized, um, mm-hmm. the ghost of her mom is there <laughs> singing with her. They do a duet, <laughs> and I actually like look. They're they're just fun rompy musicals, you know, like. <laughs> I didn't need to actually think about my mom like, oh, she'll always be there for you. Like, even <laughs> even when she even does. when she's not there. <laughs> and I didn't need to think about that. <laughs> not at all. And it was really sweet. It was uh, my love, my life. And oh. I almost cried. I almost did cry in front of my parents because they were both watching it. And it was like a weirdly tender moment that came out of nowhere, considering that movie was like 
uh, Sophie, right? Sophie retra- yeah. <laughs> retracing her her mother's like history before mm-hmm. she decided to live in Greece. And I was like, I didn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, my heart. <laughs> yeah, I did not see it. Yeah. No. You're probably fine. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I heard that Meryl Streep was dead in it, and I was like, yeah. I, I but don't like, want that. But honestly, like, it was, it was, in a weird way, it was better than the first one. Oh, all right. I don't know how to explain that, but... <laughs> It was pretty good. I'm saying that just because that one scene almost made me cry. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Um. I feel like we barely. Did we talk about anything? Did we we talk about anything? I don't know. Was was this good? (laughs) I think think the core message of this episode, because I think in a weird way what we did was reminisce a lot about these beautiful memories that we have attached to these songs, right? Mm -hmm. Um... And we spent a lot of time talking about like why we love them. Like why are they important to us? And like we went into the memories more so than the songs. And like isn't that the whole beauty of music, right? Like isn't that mm-hmm. the beauty of associating a song with a moment in time when a yeah. when a, when you can never be that person again and they will never be that person again. But when you hear that song, you get to feel that way again. Yeah. And that's what counts. So I think especially when it comes to like our moms, because like, you know, I love my mom. You love your mom. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gets complicated. Sometimes we don't see each other for a long time. But like, I, at least for me, I know that I'm I'm never going to have another relationship like the one I have with my mother. Yeah, that's right. And, and I will always treasure the music and the memories that go with it. So I I think the music is the key to the memory. So I think that by spending so much time rehashing the memories and reliving them, I think that's the point. So yes, I think this episode was good. Yeah, that was a beautiful summation. I appreciate that. And you're right. It really, at the end of the day, is about the memories and being able to sort of connect to them through these just short just a short few minute song just being able to be transported back to just this time and really feel all of the emotions that go into the years that you build with your mother your your mother whoever but um in this particular case mothers and um yeah, I'm really grateful for every single one of the songs on this playlist because yeah. they they all, you know, like they all represent uh like a moment with 
my mother and and they make up the relationship that we have and all its beautiful, funny, crazy, messy glory. And um yeah, like I I wouldn't have it any other way. Like as Nope. Uh, yeah. Like I wouldn't have it any other way. And all all the songs on here are kind of just a testament to that. Just like Yeah. Mm. This was a good episode. Yeah. Just, yeah, it was. Um, you wanna you wanna do top five? Sure. Okay. Um do you, who's going first? I don't care. You you pick. Okay. Um I'll go first. Okay. Um so top five. Um I'm gonna go with uh first one I'm gonna go with is probably gonna be um Deja Vu. I've been here before by okay. Tina Marie. Um the reason for this is uh well first of all I couldn't do this episode without talking about at least one Tina Marie song. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina Marie is like my mom's everything when it comes to music. Nice. Um, she, uh, like, my mom loves Tina Marie. I, a lot of the times when this song would come on, when I, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd hear the song and I know my mom was cleaning. <laughs> like uh, that like that was always her thing it was kind of her Tina Marie's kind of just like it's the artist that's spoken to her um I think um so I always associate her with that um and I have a I have a like pretty deep appreciation for Tina Marie as an artist myself now because of my mother um and listening to so much of her music um all the time and you know I think growing up you go through a phase of being like "Ah, I don't care about my parents music I don't want to listen to this but like now I think the thing that always stood out to me about um my mother's kind of like relationship with Tina Marie's music is like it always felt so personal like whenever my mom would listen to a Tina Marie song, especially Deja Vu, I've been here before, because it's a really moving, good song. Um, but, like, it, my mom was, like, transported, like, when that stuff comes on. Like, she she just gets into it. Nothing else matters, and she's just singing along. Um, and, I mean, admittedly, like it's probably memories like that that have made me such a like music fan to this day. And I've always, I've always remembered thinking in my life, like at various points, like who's going to be the artist for me. That's Tina Marie for my mom. Like I've always kind of wondered and wanted like to like wondered what that kind of music would be for me. Like, I've always wanted to have that kind of deep connection that my mother's had with an artist. And I've been fortunate to find it in a lot of places, you know, um, it, uh, but I, I do, 
like I really admire and just love the kind of relationship that my mother has with that music because it's just it, it just feels so so like personal and close and when I listen to Tina Marie it's like getting a hug from my mom like so I love that uh-huh. song and I love Deja Vu that song is just a beautiful song Tina Marie has a beautiful voice and there's just something so magical about that song um I one day when I have enough money to get another tattoo it's probably going to one of them's going to be a uh, Deja Vu lyric because it's just like it's a really good song um and I've always thought that if I was going to get a tattoo for my like in honor of my mom it would be a lyric from that song so uh yeah so that's my first one um i'll try not to talk as much about the other ones (laughs) (laughs) and you were worried we weren't gonna talk about the music i i i i tina marie is does something to me like that's that's a um if my mom does listen to this um I hope I didn't make you cry, Mom. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> She's going to call you after this episode airs and be like, how could you make me cry like that? I love you so much. Watch her just be like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> you aired our business. <laughs> no. Okay. My second one um, is going to be... Um, Let's see. I guess I'll make it um, The Way You Move by Outkast featuring okay. Cindy Brown um, on a lighter note because that used to be my mom's ringtone. <laughs> like, nice. on her phone. Um, it's, that's the sole reason why that song is on. It used to be her ringtone. She really liked the, like, the, like, horns in that song. Um, and like the drawers are like I love the way you move um, so yeah and I just love that song that's one of my favorite outcast songs so um, that's number two uh, number three I'm going to go with um, let's see I will go with I Would Die For You by Prince uh, Prince was another big artist for my mom, so whenever I listen to Prince, I think about her. Um, there's a, I have a funny memory of. <laughs> I have another, I have another admittedly traumatic at the time memory of Prince. <laughs> um, when my mom, um, she found her like Prince vinyl, and uh, from his like first record. Uh, that like I want to be your lover is on, and in oh, that nice. in that in that like vinyl, there's like a poster of Prince like basically half naked or something, and I remember my mom like she like got super excited about it and was like showing it to me and like singing along to oh. Prince, and I was just sitting on the couch like what is happening right now? Oh. <laughs> like that's pure. Like it was, it's just one of those. It's one of those moments that, like, I know, like, if and when I have children, 
I'm going to have one of those moments with my kids where I'm like mm-hmm. sh- being crazy about this artist that I love so much and they're going to be like sitting on the couch going like, I don't know what's happening right now and I'm scared. Um, That's beautiful. But it, yeah, um, so I had shout out to Prince because my mom loves Prince and um, I had, yeah, so that's that. Um, and I know I Would Die For You is a very special song for my mom, so um, yeah, I always think about her when I listen to it. Is that three? That's three. That was three. Um, all right. Yeah. Then we'll wrap up with two more. Um, the next one I'm going to choose is Disto Lady by Johnny Taylor, which um, admittedly... Um, actually reminds me more of my grandfather um but it's my mom's dad um it was one of his favorite songs and i remember um the reason why i put it on here and why it reminds me of my mom a lot is because i when i was a kid and i've talked about this before um on the show i i had an obsession with distro music um, I still stand behind disco music, mm-hmm. but I, I was, obsessed. we did a whole episode on disco. Yeah. Like I stand behind it. Um, and I had these like disco compilation CDs and, uh, I may have told this story in the disco episode, but I'm going to tell it again because I'm picking it and it's our show. Um, so this song disco lady by Johnny Taylor was on the, one of the compilations and I loved it and I listened to it on repeat all the time and I remember my mom one time like being like it's so like interesting like being kind of blown away that I loved it so much because she's like you know that used to be one of your grandfather's favorite songs like Mm -hmm. and so she just uh, always thought it was kind of interesting that I gravitated towards it before even knowing that about my grandfather um, so I always think about that moment and memory when I hear that song. So it always makes me think about my mom and then my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one, all of these are very wholesome stories. Okay. Um, the last one I will choose is, God, I had it in my brain and then I lost it. Um, but I will find it. Fast Car, Tracy Chapman. Oh, excellent choice. Yeah, my mom loves that song. And it's a good song. It's a really good song. It and it um it makes the one of the last few times I listened to it, I broke into tears. Like oh, it's no. just a good song. Um Tracy Chapman is a talent, a gem and a treasure. Um and yeah, I always think about my mom singing it. Um, I remember hearing it for the first time in the car with my mom when it came on the radio and she heard kind of, you know, similar to the memory that you shared. She was like, shh, and turned it up <laughs> <laughs> and just like sang along. Um, so yeah, I I appreciate that song. That is my last one. And I have finished speaking now (laughs) (laughs) that was a lot it's look a lot okay look we we knew what 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 
cork we were pulling out of the wine bottle when it came to the mom episode. We knew it would happen. I'm going to have to call my mom tomorrow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> your turn to tap into your feelings. Okay. Uh, so first I'm going to pick uh, Penny Lane by the Beatles. Um, so gr- growing up, we uh, every Sunday on the way to church, my parents listened to a radio program called Beetle Brunch. And like, <laughs> I, I say what you want about the Beatles. I know like for a while it was like really cool to like love the Beatles. And then it was really cool to hate the Beatles. And now I think we're all kind of uh, the pendulum is kind of just staying in the middle now, like it's evening out. But <laughs> as like a little, little kid. I really used to enjoy the Beatles because it was like always something that I associated with my parents and my mom's favorite Beatles song um, was Penny Lane. And (laughs) I love this story about her because like I, her cousin, she, she really didn't have money growing up. So she never bought things like records or, or things like that. Like she listened to what was on the radio. Like she, she didn't go out of her way to spend money on music because it was really, it was expensive. Um, but her cousin who really loved music had the album. And I think uh, two of them were like trying to learn the songs to Penny Lane. So they would like listen to it for a second and they would see if they could write the words down and then they would play it again (laughs) and they would write it down and they would play it again and they would write it. And this would just go on for hours and they still didn't, they didn't get it. Like nothing was clicking with them. And then my mom was just in the chair. She was barely paying attention. She was like, da 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 She was singing <laughs> they were like, Deb! <laughs> and and Penny Lane became one of her one of her favorite songs. And I think it's it's such a I, I really like that one because it's very much like a celebration of like, you know, being on in your hometown street like all the all the beautiful things that mm-hmm. happen there like it's a it's a slice of domestic life and um i don't know it's it's cute that that's my mom's favorite beatles song i think that's sweet um it's sweet yeah i like that song mm-hmm. uh, and i like that she just showed everybody up she's like uh. <laughs> <laughs> um number two is gonna be perfect day by miriam's Stockley, I believe her name is pronounced Stockley. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes. Um, that was um, the theme to another thing that we used to watch together. Um, my mother has really loved Beatrix Potter for as long as I can remember. Um, Beatrix Potter was the author of and illustrator of the Peter Rabbit stories. I don't know mm. if, if you're familiar Um, but they actually made, uh, a blended like live action and then animated show, uh, where like Beatrix Potter would like be in, (laughs) she would be painting in like the hills of England and then it would start to rain and she'd have to go back to her cottage and then she would begin to like write a letter and then it would like transition and like in her letter, she'd be telling a child a story and then it would transition to, uh, the cartoon and the cartoons are always like so beautifully animated and it was so gorgeous but the theme song that would play as like it was raining her out <laughs> as she had to raise home was this song and it's a very it's a very beautiful soothing song 
um it really makes me think of like nature and stuff like that but like more than anything it, it makes me think of my mom and like once or twice I did catch her like singing along mm. and I think mm. my mom has a really pretty voice like I think she has a very like ethereal um like really hauntingly lovely voice when she when she just is in the moment and she mm. she doesn't like to like I think she likes to sing but I don't think she likes her voice very much but like it, it's it's a it's a kind of soothing memory uh the mm. song is also very very soothing so if you listen to it uh, i give you permission to think of of nature and my mom and beatrix <laughs> <laughs> noted yeah <laughs> <laughs> whenever i want to think about mama capitanakis i will <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfect day uh <laughs> um Okay, third is going to be Desperado by uh Eagles, the Eagles. I know I know they're stylized as Eagles, but like do we say the Eagles? I'm still confused. Um I thought it was the that's Eagles. That's a really great question. <laughs> yeah. Do we say the Eagles? Do, do we just say Eagles or by Eagles? By Eagles. It feels wrong. But <laughs> it does. Anyway, um uh, Desperado's, uh, huh. yeah. Is this yeah. one of those mandala effect things? Maybe it is. Cause I always thought there was a the, but then when I went to go like put the music on here, I was like, where's the the? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Anyway, continue. it's okay. No, I also had this like thing where I was like, did I jump dimensions? Oh, uh, but no, um, the, the, my mom's favorite, uh, modern band is uh or i say modern but like you know my, my mom's favorite rock band is the eagles eagles oh that's gonna trip me up whatever uh it's her favorite band um i remember because when i when i first went to college and i discovered the ability to go to record stores for the first time in my life because everything was finally centrally located and i could just walk to a store <laughs> um I, I was just obsessed. I was like, oh my God, I have to, I have to get them stuff. I have to, I have to, you know, cause my, my parents collect old things. Like they collect records and they collect, mm -hmm. um, you know, stuff like that. And I, I was surprised to find out that her favorite band was, uh, Eagles. Oh, it's going to hurt. Uh, <laughs> forgive me. I'm going to say the, or I'm going to just lose it. So I, I bought her two of them, two two of the two of the records that I found that were in fairly good condition, and I and I mailed them to her, which was an experience all on its own because I had never used the post office before. <laughs> but um, I remember like she she played them. She was she was like really happy about it, and she played them. And she Desperado is one of those songs I think is one of the most poetic songs that they ever wrote, mm -hmm. and I I don't really know why. I am drawn to it so much. It's so beautiful. Like it's basically, you know, like it is very Western. Um, it, it's, it's basically a call to like, Hey, you know, maybe what you're looking for isn't out there so much, but it's in here. It's with your, it's with your family or it's with the people that you love. You're not going to find it out in the world by like gambling and chasing pleasure and like pursuing some, the next big thing. Like it, it, real happiness is going to be found at home. Uh, and you it's only in you um and maybe that's why i i like it so much because it's like you know it's it's like you know just just come home that kind of a thing it's it's very it's a very sweet song i had a mental breakdown 
to that song in a library once during finals week one quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. I had like four papers due and that song came on shuffle and I just broke down and cried. God, those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. I don't miss them. Um, but yeah, no, uh, mental breakdown part aside. Uh, no, Desperado is one of those songs that I, I think of when I think of my mom. Uh, yeah. Uh, what number was that? Was that three? That was three. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So number four is gonna be. Uh, I'm torn. I'm gonna say. In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel, because I found out that my mom thought Peter Gabriel was dreamy. <laughs> and actually, mm-hmm. she she showed me a bunch of like old concert footage from when he was like a young guy. And I was like, oh, actually, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, yeah, he and he was really good. He was really talented. His voice is incredible. I mean, anyone who who's like really listened to, to Peter Gabriel knows what it's about. Um and uh and she and she really likes Peter Gabriel and I don't have a lot else to elaborate on that. Um it's it's cute that I think she thinks he's cute. <laughs> 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 and the last last but not least this might surprise people or it might not. Uh Death of a Bachelor by Panic at the Disco. The Death of a Bachelor. <laughs> My mom loves that song number 1. She loves Brendan Yuri. <laughs> I am so happy. <laughs> she That's loves Brendan. She bought this album. I did not tell her to buy it. I did not force my emo bullshit on her. <laughs> she went beautiful. out and bought it. And she really, she really likes Brendan Yuri's voice. And um, yeah, my dad had put on, I remember because my dad really likes to listen to, um, oh God, that it's a really cool YouTube, postmodern jukebox. Jukebox. Mm, yeah. Um, they uh they they do really really cool covers and rearrangements of songs that are just really really interesting and he he put one on that was death of a bachelor and it was a great co- it was really good it was a very good cover and then my mom was like but but have you heard the original and my dad was like no i have no idea what the song is and my my mom was like put put it on <laughs> right now <laughs> And then we just marathon watched music videos from Panic at the Disco. It's, I love it. I love that, like, Brendan Urie is, like, my mom's gateway drunk to be. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But no, that that song is gorgeous. His voice is is so good. To have a bachelor. So good. I want to listen to that song now. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yo, let's take your mom to a panic concert. I think she'd love it, actually. <laughs> I think she would love it. Um, I'm so down. I'm not even being like I'm not being funny. I think she'd have such a good time. We should take her to a panic concert. I would totally do that. That sounds yes. great. <laughs> the only thing she'd she'd like look at me and go, "What the hell is it with all these this like weird imagery?" And I'm like, "No, no, just it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it." <laughs> They think they're edgy with the Illuminati bullshit. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Just, just enjoy the music. <laughs> just, just enjoy. Just enjoy him sitting and playing his piano in the middle of the air. Yes. Just enjoy. Just enjoy. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Uh, so that's my number one, and uh, that's my top five. And I think with that. <sighs> I think that's Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, did we did it. I've given my mom the gift of making a podcast episode about her, and she'll never <laughs> <laughs> like that one vine where it's like, "It's an avocado." <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know that vine? <laughs> Kid like opens the avocado. <laughs> Oh my god. And it's just like the epitome of getting a gift that you didn't want. <laughs> it's gonna be my mom, and I'm like, Mommy, I, mommy, I made you this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good. Fine. Do I need to call somebody? No. <laughs> I can't do this again. Anyway, now that we've concluded our main uh, uh, event, and uh, by the way, happy Mother's Day to all, even if it is a belated one. Um, to all the moms. Yeah, to all the moms. You have a real MVP. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's now time for our everybody's, our everybody. <laughs> <laughs> It's now time for everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> Up, and, Up and, comers. and comers. Yeah, look at that. I was like holding my breath. <laughs> I have to stop laughing. <laughs> All right. Uh, while she's uh, laughing, I'm going to go ahead and do <sighs> tell you guys who we got this week. Who do we have this week? Um, we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful artist, Alex, the astronaut. Woo! Woo! Um, yeah, I really, really like Alex, the astronaut. Um, she makes great music. It's dope bedroom pop music. Um, she, I believe they're based out of Australia. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And um, I remember the first song that I heard um, was I Think You're Great. And it's just a fun, cute song. <laughs> It's upbeat and it filled me with joy, and I appreciate that a lot. Um, and another song I heard was "Waste of Time," which, again, as somebody who does waste time occasionally, mm-hmm. I appreciate that song. Um, and yeah, it's all just like fun, and it's. It reminds me a little bit of Girl in Red, who's another up-and-comer that we've talked about before. Nice. Um, And it's just chill music, and it puts a smile on my face. 
And if you want to smile like I smiled, then you should listen. Um, <laughs> she actually has an album coming out, too, in oh, nice. August. So keep it locked on her because she's got new music coming out. It's going to be great. Um, I love it. Yeah. So if you want to listen and check her out again, I Think You're Great is the song that I really loved. So I definitely recommend that one. Um, And uh, Waste of Time as well. Um, If you want to follow her on Twitter, you can at a the astronaut um and if you do let alex the astronaut know that rhapsody and reverie sent you and enjoy the sweet 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 sounds um and let us know if you liked alex the astronaut because you know we we like to know if you like what we like we like we're music obsessive so we like talking about music so talk to us um yeah that's our up and comer for this week happy listening (laughs) yay yay um so we did the damn thing yeah we did episode and now the only thing that's left for us to do is give a big thank you to you for listening to Rhapsody and Reverie this week. Um, We hope that you will stick around and follow us on the socials if you liked what you heard. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook at Rhapsody and Reverie Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rhapsody Podcast. Um, We also have a wonderful, exciting Patreon community um at patreon.com slash rhapsody fam if you want to support the show um and get all kinds of cool perks and behind the heat beside behind the scenes i can speak <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> stuff um from us so check that out if you are interested um also a thing you can do to support the show that is totally free is subscribe to us on the places where you listen to your podcasts. So that's Apple Podcasts, iTunes, um, if you're an old fart like me, um, <laughs> Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, all these other cool, crazy apps coming out. Wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe to us there um, and leave us a rating or a review maybe because we like feedback. So feed us back, please. Um <laughs> And a final thing, also don't forget to check out our website for cool stuff like reviews and music suggestions and all kinds of other good announcements. We post them there on the website, so keep it locked there for all the new stuff. That's also where our show notes are. Um, So yeah, enjoy that. Um, that being said, um, we again want to give you a giant thank you for listening and let you know that we have a great episode coming up for you next week. Yeah, we do. It's, it's a cooking episode. 
Hey. Hey. And if you're confused, because this is a music podcast, don't don't worry. Don't worry. Put your little head about it. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just tune in next week. Yeah. If you're if you like yeah. cooking and you like music, we hope you'll like this. <laughs> <laughs> You will. <laughs> uh, no, it was ser- seriously, it's going to be a good time. So be sure to check in next Wednesday as per usual. Um, yeah, that's all we have to say about that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so um, that uh, that wraps up this week's episode of Rhapsody and Reverie. Um, so signing off. It is Gemini Fly and, and a, the oh. Banana Man. <laughs> that oh. was annoying. Uh- <laughs> yeah, you turned into the like Kool Aid guy for a second. <laughs> Didn't like that actually. Uh, let's walk that back. Oh. <laughs> you want you want to try again? Should we? <laughs> That's my rewind noise. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it was good. It was a good rerun. Yep. Yeah. Signing off. This is Gemini Fly. And the Banana Man. <laughs> Coming hey. to you live from the apocalyptic wasteland. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go bake some bread. <laughs> let's go bake this bread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. I think it's good. <laughs> is it? Is it good? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think I've done all I can do. <laughs> I release myself of this. <laughs> I wash my hands of this. <laughs> okay.